soon. Get well soon. All right. Rest, rest in peace. <laughs> oh no. Um, let's see. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the newest Ginger Crit Fail installment, Vampire the Masquerade, Fresh Blood. My name is Eli or Elisa, whichever floats your boat. My pronouns are they, them, and I am your storyteller. Harley, don't start with you. Uh, am I introducing me or am I introducing my character? You yeah. told me you were going to do this. So, your name, your pronouns, and who you're playing, but don't go into descriptions yet. Okay. Hi, my name is Harley. I use they, them, and I'm going to be playing Natalie. Uh, let's go Leon. Hi, I'm Leon. I use he, they pronouns, and I'm going to be playing Victor. <laughs> Jess. You already know who it is. My name's <laughs> I hate you. My name's Jess. Um, I use they she pronouns and I'll be playing Cass. And Kay. Hey. I'm Kay or Kaylee. My pronouns are Z Zers Zers. And I will be playing Amy. Our friend and audio editor, Connor, is currently experiencing a medical issue. Um, and we'll be back with us shortly, but we miss them very much. Um, last session, we met each of our fresh-blooded kindred on the days that changed the, traje the trajectories of their undeath. Each was approached by a Camarilla elder or Ancilli and told death or the introduction to kindred society program. The program was pitched by the Camarilla Kindred as an alternative to the final death for breaches of the traditions. Essentially an etiquette school for the young, wayward kindred. Understandably, uh, they all chose to be sentenced to Miami, where the new program is being launched. They said their goodbyes, be they sweet, tense, or awkward, and made their way to Miami on the Camarilla's tab. They are all currently converging on a Bruja's home. Her name is Valentina, and the poor woman is now shouldered with four, five fledglings. She didn't even sire. You all arrive nearly simultaneously, so there isn't much chance to socialize between new arrivals. So let's hop into episode one, first impressions. Uh, Victor, we will start with, um, you, let's start with a handout. Let's start with some text messages that you receive. It is Valentine's Day 2022, and you receive a text message from your sire. Lucian. And it says, did you make it okay? If the Camarilla treats you poorly, I will be down there myself. And like Lucian always does, 
he signs <laughs> off on his texts, <laughs> even though you've explained caller ID to him several times. <laughs> uh, when you get off of the plane at Miami Airport, you also have a text from Roxanne. It says, Happy Valentine's Day. I hope Miami treats you well. Would you like to respond to either of these text messages? Uh, I will respond to Lucian's. <clears throat> and I will tell him that I arrived perfectly fine. <laughs> and that I don't think I will need him for the Camarilla. But I'll keep him, uh, in mind. <laughs> Noted. Any messages to Roxanne? Uh, I'll just wish her a happy Valentine's Day back. Sounds good. Um, you are the first to arrive. Um, so describe what you look like and your arrival via chauffeur car. Like, what music is playing? Do you get out immediately, or do you scope it out? Like, what's just sort of going on? What's Victor's vibe as they pull up to Valentina's house? Um, <clears throat> hang on, I gotta clear my throat. <clears> throat> so, Victor is uh, listening to music on his phone through <laughs> some wireless uh, over-the-ear headphones. Um, okay. he gets out of the car almost immediately. He's not really that bothered by it. He just wants to get this over with as soon as possible. And he's wearing, um, as he steps out of the car, like, this black cargo pants with a lot of pockets, um, a mesh shirt with a cropped, uh, <laughs> tank top over it. A couple of Ooh. necklaces, he's got some earrings, and then he's got brown hair, green eyes, uh, one side of his head is shaved, and he's wearing glasses, and that's Victor. Awesome. Uh, Cass, you pull in nearly at the same time as Victor does. You do see him exiting the car, um, but before we get there... You also have some text messages to attend to, if you so please. Um, Chris sends <laughs> you the text that says, Let me know what goes on today? Question mark. Valentina has a reputation. And then from your group text messages from All Cops Are Bitches, um, <laughs> someone named B says, Happy V-Day, gang. Uh... Someone named Gavin just says, blech, back. And then someone that you know colloquially as Z says, Gav, this is why you're bitchless. Would <laughs> uh, <laughs> you like to respond to either or both of these text messages before you make your arrival? Um, to Chris, it's just going to be no heart emoji. <laughs> And then for all cops or bitches, it's going to be, um, 
the Megamind meme of no bitches, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Understandable. Um, describe Cass's arrival for us and what Cass looks like. Um, Cass arrives um, on foot because they do not have a car. Um, but they are um, fairly young, kind of looks like around 21, 22 college age-ish. Um, they are kind of tall and lanky, about like 5'7", um, with brown eyes and freckles, um, kind of a mullety blue hair. Um, yes, they do have pronouns as well. <laughs> um, a couple of piercings, um, the including the bisexual septum piercing, um, along with uh, their handy-dandy pleather Doc Martens, um, and they're currently kind of just wearing jeans, a t-shirt, and a ratty flannel that they have thrifted from somewhere or stolen. Great. Who knows? Um, you arrive... And quickly, after you do, you get the impression that there's not going to be much time for pleasantries. The Camarilla essentially scheduled you all to arrive nearly simultaneously. Um, Amy, you pull up next, but let's get to your text messages. You have a text message from your sire that says very simply, Please try. Um... (laughs) And then you have a message from Carly that says, Happy Valentine's Day. Any spring break cuties in Miami? Question mark. Hmm. Would Celine, I'm just, uh, Amy's just going to respond, um, colon, capital P. Okay. (laughs) Uh... To Carly, Amy's going to respond. I just got here. We'll let you know. And then, like, the peace sign emoji. Right. Um, so, Amy is also in the chauffeur car, because you had a four-hour drive from Tampa to get here. Um, Mm -hmm. what kind of style does Amy arrive in and describe her for us? Alright, so... Car rolls up. It is blaring music. Um, I assume Cass, if Cass is still like in the driveway or whatever, Cass can hear it. It is blaring Tala's Matrifigy album, <laughs> and that is a threat if you know what that means. It is. <laughs> um. Amy opens the door. They've got a mohawk with black hair. Uh, they're kind of tall, 5'9", um, sturdy built, uh, they've got, like, their makeup is just kind of two red lines over their eyes, and one of their fangs is longer than the other, and sticks out, uh, of their mouth. They've just got one ear piercing, uh, and they're wearing a spiked collar, a black tank top with a band logo on it, and ripped jeans. Um, uh, their pronouns, they kind of, 
she, they, Z, they're not really picky on whatever pronouns. Fair enough. Um, Natalie, you pull in behind Amy and you can hear the music through your car coming from the car ahead of you. <laughs> you see th- two black cars parked ahead of yours and then one person with blue hair just sort of in the in the driveway walking up to Valentina's house. Let's get to your text messages. Um, there is some text messages from a group chat called Barbie Horse Adventure Roleplay. Someone named Eden said, hope you made it okay. I miss you. Uh, Someone named Monica says, did the white people clap when the plane landed? And because your iPhone is so old, whatever emoji she was trying to send doesn't come through. It's just square. Um... (laughs) Someone named Rick just says, you're not supposed to clap, annoyed emoji. And then Monica, right after that, says, oh, I almost forgot, Winnie's lustfully, sparkle emoji. I hate this group chat so much. Barney horse adventure roleplay chat. You also have some text messages from your mom and dad, which are much less whatever that other group chat was. Um, it's just labeled mom and dad. Mom says, hope you are safe. And then dad liked this message. Um, you have one more. Oh. You have popular an individual text message from Eden. And it says, happy Valentine's Day. The other two are being depressed and angsty about it. Kiss a cutie for me. Eden gets the response first. Okay. Um, scans over the people she sees outside of the car and says, no cutie so far. <laughs> oh, no. Damn. Oh, no. Okay. Damn. Um, then the Barbie horse adventure role play chat. Yes. Responds, yeah, I was there. Everybody clap. <laughs> um... And then last, mom and dad get it here safe. Sounds good. As you step out of the car, what do the others see? They see a shorter side of average, small, I already said short, I don't need to like specify small. Um, Chubby, like, shorter side of average, chubbier side of average, thick, straight hair, redhead, get out of the car. Um, she has a sun hat, um, not on her head, but it's kind of hanging around her neck, off her back. She has gloves that come up to her elbow, and then, like, a, like, flower-printed shirt on, and just some jeans and boots. Nice. The four of you have sort of a second to make eye contact with each other before Valentina makes her exit from the house. Do any of you say anything? No, I'm grabbing. Amy's grabbing their shit. Let's go to the car. (laughs) Natalie's pulling her dehydrator from the back seat. (laughs) The one she has to fight for customs. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> I gotta get say. my cat yeah. out of the car. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you all get a good look at the house. Um, the front yard, porch space. Um, let me pull up the street view and turn down this music just a little music. bit. The oh. mood. Um, oh, yeah. Tell us about Hot Dog um, while I adjust the music volume. The last thing that comes out of the car from Cindy Hydrator is just like a crow that kind of flies out and perches up in a tree nearby. Um, this front yard is a little side street just off of Calle Ocho. Uh, it's the closest residential area by 8th Street. A small, maybe waist-high, and very jumpable wooden fence surrounds a small Pueblo-style ranch home with solar panels laid on the flat roof. A small red car is parked out front next to all of yours, now crowding the entryway. Um... And it's it's sort of stationed right next to this very colorful yellow mailbox. The gate of the fence is unlocked and opened as if to say, Oh yeah, the fence is here, but see, I have nothing to hide. I left it open. It's jumpable. The warm tropical winds catch it and push it open, seemingly just for you. Just beyond the gate, uh, into the actual yard, there is a well-tended garden that also surrounds the home. Much to Natalie's chagrin, there are some invasive species in the bunch. Um, but it looks beautiful. Uh, the building itself, like I said, seems to be made of genuine adobe, which is actually pretty rare. It must have been here for quite some time, but is so well taken care of that it almost looks new. The front porch, under a shingled awning, is not lit, but the windows to the side of the house have been opened, and the glass in the wood paneling of the door shines softly and invitingly from within. Um, a red-headed woman opens the door, and greets all of you uh let me pull up her sheet bro this music is a vibe <laughs> <laughs> yeah um ah here it is valentina is a striking figure with her red hair and brown eyes which are emphasized by her pale skin her hair falls in loose waves around her shoulder. Her face is soft, a little round with a button nose and a gentle jawline. She has these full lips that are usually set in a very serious expression, although they do occasionally cur curve up into a sly smile like the one she's wearing now as she greets you. She wears a white pirate-esque poet shirt tucked into tight black pants and a belt. Thigh-high, jacked-up boots only serve to make her taller and more intimidating, and that's why she wears them. She invites you all into her home, uh, specifically into her living room. 
where she sits you all down before formally introducing herself. Um, to get into the house, you do have to go through a hallway. You enter the front door and are greeted by the smell of violets, lavender, honey, and citrus. A pale red hall extends in front of you. It is lined with an assortment of small photos and paintings and plaque and plaques that range in age. The one that sticks out the most is a painting of a ship at sea, a three-mast Spanish galleon called El Miedo Sanguino. Um, and do any of you speak Spanish? Would you know what that means? Uh, what is this? Can you say it again? El Miedo Sanguino. Not, Natalie does not know enough Spanish for that. Mm, yeah, no. I, okay. Cass might, since they grew up here, but... Yeah, I'm thinking Amy... Well, Amy might, since they're from Florida, or... You but I don't... I don't know. wouldn't recognize Sanguineo. You might recognize Miedo, which is... Is it like death? Yeah. It's or something. Yeah. Um, so something fear in Spanish. On either side of the hall are two open arches. To the left is the kitchen, and to the right is the living room where you're being led. Um, directly ahead of you is a closed door. She leads you into the living room. With all your stuff, the music starts back up. Um, let's see. Um, the living room itself. Uh, the walls are green, and it takes up most of the house, at least the width of it. Two open arches lead to either of the house's two halls, and the bookshelves riddle the walls, as well as artifacts, paintings, and vintage decors. There's a couch facing the fireplace that presumably only gets used maybe once or twice a year to one side of the room. On the other side of this long room are two couches, each facing each other with a coffee table in the middle. A window with drapes frame the wall by the two couches. Everything is colorful and sort of kitschy and eclectic. The ages of all the pieces vary, but yet again, it all seems to come together. It does seem like some of the things probably belong in a museum or in a cult shop. Um, and for those concerned, there is no TV. She sort of gestures for you to all to sit wherever you please. Amy's like, can I put my stuff down first? I still got my cab in the car. Uh, yes, of course. This is terrible manners of me. Um, let me show you all to the guest rooms first. Um, Cass, it was unclear whether or not you would be staying here or if you would be living in your current accommodations. So, which is it? Um... So, I'm just gonna stay where I currently am. I, did, I really didn't feel like packing everything. Oh, that is okay. 
you sit here and I will show the others to their bedrooms. We are expecting one more, so Victor, you will have to share. Um, but uh, until the other shows up, they are running late, you have the space to yourself. And she shows the ones who are staying here to their guest rooms. Um, to get to the guest rooms, you have to uh, venture through the other f hall in the house. Um, this hall is a dark blue teal color. Um, every inch of it is again covered in art and decor. Um, the two doors directly in front of the sort of arch leads to two guest rooms, and another leads to the guest bathroom. Uh, and the last door, if you were to jiggle the lock at the very end of the hall, is locked. Um, but the guest bedrooms are simple, quaint. Both of them have beds on either side of the room, as you can see, and uh, each of them are sort of decorated as if she didn't really know what the kids were into and she sort of just <laughs> picked the decorations and the beds um she... so we have to share rooms uh, unfortunately yes uh i the camarilla doesn't pay me i work a teaching job at the university so this is what I have. Um, if anyone would like to stay in the basement, you are welcome to it, but you would have to redecorate, clean it, and furnish it. You know. Mm. Mm. Uh, Victor, you will go in this more green bedroom. Uh, this is where uh, our other compatriot Emmett will be joining us when he gets here. And uh, Amy and Natalie, you will be staying in this other room, the one with the uh, pink bed in it. So, I call the not pink bed. <laughs> sit down your stuff and uh, come out into the living room when you are ready. I will go out there with Cass and I will give you some privacy. And she heads back into the living room, leaving you guys to sort of unpack for a minute or just set your stuff down. What's everyone doing? Um, Natalie is eyeing Amy, who just immediately claimed the not pink bed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Natalie also did not want to pink Whatever. Well. <laughs> say anything about it. There's just, like, a look. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Amy dumps the bags that they're holding onto the bed and then goes out to the car and then takes one, takes a few more trips as they bring in two guitars <laughs> in cases and then a large amp, which is their cabinet, and then the head for the cabinet. How did you get all of yeah. that through customs? <laughs> it was a difficult- Well, Amy drove here, <laughs> okay. so. The, the Camarilla, you know, they footed the bill. They Fair enough. I forgot you lived in Florida <laughs> they bought the for a second. Yeah, Amy, Amy didn't fly here, so they didn't have to worry about the TSA. <laughs> Natalie, what are you bringing in else from the car besides your crow, which Valentina is now eyeing? Oh, hot dog's Morphine. not in yet. Hot dog's not in. Hot dog okay. is still outside at the moment. Okay. Natalie um, drops the hefty dehydrator um, in what she's assuming is the kitchen. She doesn't sure. really wander too far in. She just kind of like 
pushes it through the doorway and runs back out to the car to get like the rest of her stuff. She brings in um, one more suitcase and then a like a duffel bag. Okay. And I'm sorry, and a birdcage. Valentina eyes the birdcage mournfully as you bring it in. She goes, I did not know you were bringing pets. I was not informed. Uh, Hot Dog is not really a, a pet. Like, I don't really own him. He's just kind of his own little guy. But we do hang out a lot. Hot Dog. The bird is named. Okay. Um... <laughs> Victor, what else are you bringing into the house, if if anything else, or did he pack light? Uh, he's got like his backpack full of, like, <laughs> his computer and phone and chargers that he just throws on the bed, and then he like puts his suitcase off to the side because he doesn't want to unpack right now. And the last thing he brings in is a pet carrier <laughs> with his cat cheese. And oh, another creature. Yeah. <laughs> I... Oh, a bird and the cat. It will be like um, what was the the cartoon? Tweety Bird. Tweety Bird. Tweety Bird. Yes. <laughs> I don't okay. imagine that'll happen. He's not a very, he's very timid. <laughs> oh, Natalie smirks at that. <laughs> Uh, well, let us, um, get back to the living room, and she sort of shuffles you all back in I've, there. I have uh, taken a full couch to myself. <laughs> oh, you just are, like, spread out? Yes. Okay. Yeah, everyone, I'm assuming them moving all their stuff took a little bit. It did, yeah. That, yeah. Our, question, are your boots on the couch? No, they took them off. Okay. Um, they live in a no-shoes household. They <laughs> assume the same. Uh, Valentina doesn't mind, so long as the boots are not on the couch. Um, but she sort of waits for you all to sit um, after you've unpacked your things. And she sort of says, Okay, um... I have a little speech prepared, sort of like I am teaching my students, like I told you. I am a professor at uh, Miami University. I teach classical Spanish literature, mostly because I lived through it. Um, and those are my qualifications, although I did have to falsify actual qualifications to get into the... You understand what I mean. Um, and her voice is like low and almost bashful. But it does carry an air of confidence with it as well. She says, I am Valentina, but you guys already know this. I have received your names and information as well. Uh, I will let you guys introduce yourself to each other as it comes along. I am a bruja. I know that we have two other brujas in the house, and packing three brujas into one space can sometimes be uh, messy, as we all like to rebel. So, please, just don't break anything in my house. Um, I've been around for a little while. I was turned during the Spanish Revolution. I have lived in Spain, in Cuba. I took part of Cuban Revolution. 
And now, of course, I live here in Little Havana. Um, I'm not usually one for small talk, so I will get straight to the point. I am here to help you to survive and to thrive in this new un life you have been given. Um, being a kindred, which uh, I know some of you may not know that word. Kindred is word for vampire. It is the term we prefer. Uh, being kindred is often hard and often unfair. Um, she sort of pauses and meets each of, each of your gazes. Um, and that smile is sort of trying not to fall into a frown. Like, she's sad that the five of you are here. Well, four, currently. Um, and she says, I will show you how to use your powers, how to navigate the politics of this world, and how to stay alive. If you want to live to be over 200 years old like me, you will need to be tough, smart, and adaptable. If you cannot handle those three basic things, I am afraid you may manage to stake yourself before you're 50. I have seen it happen. And you sort of are worried for a second, but she does smirk. There's a hint of humor in her expression, indicating that she's joking. Um, she says, tonight, uh, I will let you settle in, get over the jet lag, and tomorrow night we will, um, introduce you to the prince. It is one of our traditions. Uh, some of, one of you, two of you, I think, have already met the prince, but we will do the formality of it. Um, when you enter- Do I have- yes. Do I have to do this twice? Do I have to go meet him again? It would be preferable if you come to see him, yes. Um, I'll practice my curtsy. Diego is not that kind of prince. Um, I've met him. <laughs> yes. I've heard, I've heard all about um, your records and your breaches of traditions. But we are simply going through the exercises of this program, um, which is learn the traditions, keep to the traditions, do not give the Camarilla a reason to kill you. Uh, and one of our traditions is when you enter vampire's domain or kindred's domain, um, you introduce yourself to the prince, you gain permission to be there, and then you do not break any of their rules. Uh, the prince can be man, can be woman, can be non-binary. Um, but yes, tomorrow you will go through the formality of introducing yourself to the prince. And um, young Natalie here will uh, learn perhaps what her clan is, which I know means nothing to you, right? Deer in headlights. Nothing means anything. Uh, but take tonight to uh, unpack. Uh, and Cass, you are here tonight. Essentially, if any of them want to go out, you are to show them the um. Oh. You are to show them the sights. 
Just be sure to get home before morning because I do not want you sleeping in my basement. Um. What's in the basement? Your mom. <laughs> that would be scary. <laughs> it is just junk. It is literally the books that I do not have space for up here. Big carpet, my Christmas decorations, um, boxes and things, antiques. I like to ro rotate my decor. Um, most of the books are in Spanish, but I do have some in English. Uh, so help yourselves. Some of these are antiques though, so just be careful. Um, and I oh. will be here tonight if you have any questions and if you want me to accompany you to go see things. Uh, so but tonight, when you're, yes, sorry. When you say show them the sites, um, is there anything like off limits activities wise? Just do not break the masquerade. That would entail. Do not show supernatural, other supernatural creatures you are kindred. Do not show humans you are kindred. Do not get caught on cell phone camera. Do not let anyone you feed on see your face or remember that they saw your face. Okay, okay. Also, if you feed on anyone tonight, please, no killing. Just wait until you at least meet the prince to get permission for those kinds of things. Um, Does that count for people who've already met him? Yeah, I already met him. <laughs> It does indeed count. We are simply going through the motions. I have bagged blood in my fridge. If that will suit your needs, I know it does not suit everyone's. Amy, um, like, makes a disgusted face. And I also... Cass also is like... Mm. <laughs> Natalie, I'm like, she's in class, and she's like, I would, I, I would like a little bit. Uh, it is in refrigerator whenever you need it. You do not have to raise your hand. While I do consider myself your sort of teacher and mentor in this weird scenario we are in, you do not have to raise your hand like you are one of my students in the classroom. Also, um, Natalie, your semester starts in about a week. Yes. Um, if by the end of this, do, like, we have to still, like, go back to our own sires could i like could we like exchange sires what can we i haven't exchange broken the masquerade sires? i haven't br broken masquerade but like i was mainly just told i didn't have to hang out with my sire anymore tell you what if by end of this i have taken liking to you then um I, you can i don't know we will talk to the prince about it Perfect. I immediately text Chris, so I'm like, so I can, um, so Valentina said that she would adopt me, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> you get an immediately an immediately response back that says, "I highly doubt that." Winky face. You <laughs> hate this man. I hate this guy. I leave it on red. Okay. Uh, essentially, the four of you are left to your own devices tonight and can approach Valentina at any time 
or head out or ask Valentina, you know, to head out with you. It's sort of just getting settled in tonight. Is anyone doing anything? Um, Amy asks when their car is going to get here. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow night your car should be here. Okay, cool. You didn't drive your own car here? Uh, no. I wasn't allowed. Also, I don't know. I kind of like just riding. Natalie goes and um, puts the dehydrator up on an actual counter in the kitchen and yeah. gets it set up ready for use. Would you like a description of the kitchen? Oh, please. Okay, let me take you there. Um, Why are you dehydrating in that? <laughs> Oh, you know. In character? Link. Yes! They're just like, what the fuck do you need a dehydrator? So you can dry blood down and you can essentially like powder it so that way you can like take it on the go. You can also make like chips out of it or like almost like a jerky or like a fruit leather. Um, there's a lot you can actually do with blood. <laughs> They're just giving you a look of like dumbfounded of like why don't you just drink from a person bestie <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work so you go to set your dehydrator in there and you walk through the left open archway of the entrance hall and are greeted by a very yellow kitchen some herbs are drying to the left of the arch aprons hang to the right Ahead of you is a well-loved blue and yellow wooden kitchen table and mount and matching chairs with an intricate rug laid underneath. Past that is an L-shaped countertop with a stove, a fridge, blue cabinets, and a sink. It looks weirdly used, like a real human person actually uses this space. Maybe that's purposeful. Maybe there's a human lurking around here you're not aware of um to the right of the room there are two doors one that is solid wood locked and closed and one of them that has window panes that allow you to peer into the backyard oh natalie like looks out into the backyard like really quickly okay um when you look out the backyard uh window um, which you notice that all the windows, while they are currently open, have shades or shutters that you can close during the day. Um, you, you peer out the currently open windows and, um, the backyard is backed against another street where you can see graffiti and other homes inside the waist-high fence. There are those flowers that are sort of bugging you because... God, the mint. Um, a clothesline, which, oh no, a clothesline. Does she not have a dryer? And a fire pit. Um, potted plants sort of sit neatly on the patio just outside the back door. Natalie kind of makes a mental note to talk to Valentina about the mint. Mm -hmm. Like, it smells nice, but at what cost? Do you have any idea what you're doing to the soil out there? Um, 
And then he goes to um, unpack her stuff in the bedroom. Okay. She... Put some clothes away, whatever. She pulls out like a million year old, like Lenovo laptop, like the kind your parents gave you as like your first laptop, you know? Yeah. Um, tosses that on the bed, and then there's like a. There's a tapping? Yeah, like at the window. Okay. Do you open it? Yeah, it's a dog. A crow flies into the room. Um, I assume Amy is also in the room unpacking. Yeah, you see a little little crow fly into the bedroom and situate itself in the cage and looks at Natalie and caws. And you can swear it says hot dog. it, It sounds like it's saying hot dog. It goes, hot dog. Is that real? Yeah, it's a real bird. Did you think it was like a robot? I don't know. She kind of scoffs and then goes over to Hot Dog and is like, You hungry, buddy? Darn. Victor. Sorry, I didn't expect you to make it say its own name like a Pokemon every single time. <laughs> no, really it was only twice. Victor, um, he's hungry. He's asking for his favorite treat. He's been a very good boy. Uh, and in the car. And in the car. Uh, Victor, you let Cheese out, um, I'm assuming, and Cheese hides under the bed like any tablet. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. Um, you are unpacking your stuff. What's what's the vibe for Victor since he sort of has, you know, the room to himself right now? Um I think for the plane ride, uh he packed, you know, a decent amount of clothes, but he hasn't really brought uh anything over besides what he had in his carry-on. So he's just laying out like a bunch of uh clothes and trying to find like a dresser to put them in he's put his headphones back on (laughs) so he doesn't have to listen to the other two yeah there there is a dresser one for you and one for this guy Emmett Valentina keeps mentioning who is apparently late um and there is also a little storage bin under the bed for uh you as well uh Cass, do you watch these people sort of unpacking? One has a cat that skitters under the bed. Um, one has a crow. The other one's like a punk rocker. Um, how are you feeling? What are you doing? I think they're still over on the couch. I think they're just, they're not offering to help. They're just kind of like, this is kind of dumb. What is this? What the fuck is, I didn't even break the masquerade, but I guess... This is fine. But they're just like, what if I just left? I think they're debating, what if I just left? (laughs) I know I'm supposed to show these guys around, but like, what if I went home? (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Amy, what are you feeling right now, surrounded Uh, by these these very different people? Amy's going to take stock of the size of the room and the 
fact that they have a roommate and the amount of outlets that are in the room and is going to ask Valentina if they can put their cabinet and their instruments in the basement and play them there. <laughs> sort of grimaces. Uh, but agrees, reluctantly. Um, she takes you into the kitchen um, and unlocks a door. Uh, and takes you down into one the stairway for the basement um, which is rickety. <laughs> um, you're not sure how old this house is. It keeps kind of throwing you off. Um, a, a light pull sort of smacks you in the face. It's dark. You pull the light pull. The stairs lead you down into the basement. Um, from the top of the stairs with the light, you can see a cracked wall with a small little mouse hole at the bottom. A small bookshelf, some cobwebs, and some paintings at the bottom of the stair. And then you head into the actual basement. Uh, and you see the least colorful and least interesting part of Valentina's house. The basement is littered with paintings and luggage, boxes and crates, bookshelves and holiday decorations. A large antique rug sort of blankets the concrete floor. Three bookshelves line the right half of the room, one of them built into the actual wall itself. And then the rest of the items sort of litter the left side. She goes, there are some outlets down here. Uh, it gets a little cold. I will leave the door unlocked uh, and you can play down here whenever you like. Thanks. I'll try not to be too loud, but I mean, it's quiet setting isn't quiet. The neighbors around here get rowdy at night, especially around the Calle Ocho festival, so I am not too worried about it. Awesome. She sort of looks you over for a second and then heads back upstairs. Can I look around the kitchen? What type of blood is- what's the food- what's the snack situation up here? Sure. Cause I know um, that she said she had stuff. Yeah, she has some bagged blood, um, which does not super appeal to you. Do you have any points in Iron Gullet? Nope. <laughs> I do- I have the ability to eat human food, though. Oh. Funsies. Yeah, um... You see some baking stuff in here, actually. Um, Valentina actually has a little um, tub of lemon tarts in there, labeled uh, with uh, a name, Anastasia. It looks like Valentina bakes for other humans. Or, or bakes for humans, not other humans. Bakes for humans to sort of keep... Keep up appearances. So there is bagged blood, which you can't really eat, and the lemon bars, which you can, if you'd like. They are labeled for someone else, though. How many? How many lemon bars are there? 
The container is full of them. At least 15, 16? I'm taking one. If there's 15 or 16, don't mind if I do. I'll take one. They are delicious. For someone who presumably cannot taste her own food, this is remarkable. Are there any other signs of life? Because there's lemon bars, and then, like, the table looks... Is it... Is there, like, a human that lives here with her? Or, like, is this, like, a I'm-just-baking-for-people situation? You rummage through the cabinets, and there is a decent supply of snacks. Um, not enough for someone to be living here, but you presume Valentina has a decent amount of visitors in her house. Human visitors. <laughs> and we're all just now living here. Yep. Interesting. Okay. wonder how... <laughs> She's gonna explain that one. I don't know. Let's put you all in the top-down view so you guys can explore a little. Uh, do we have tokens we can, like... Yeah, hold on. Let me let me do that for you real quick. And tell me what you guys are seeing. Um, Amy, I am dropping you... I see a black screen. A black void. You are not currently in the basement. But I will put you in the kitchen. Uh, you are just under the kitchen currently. Okay. Uh, let me also I see open... a black void. Still? On the screen. Yes, yes. so do I. I. I don't see anything. Uh, well, I haven't put down anyone else yet. Just Amy. Okay. Uh, I only know darkness. I think it, I, we might not be able to like see your map, maybe? Uh, let me... You all know that um, dynamic lighting is my worst enemy. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Let me edit the token properties real quick. You should have vision. Uh, but... Refresh your page and try it again for me, Kay. Oh, nope. Hmm, weird. Uh, Natalie, I'm gonna be putting you in your bedroom. Can you see? Uh, let me scroll back a little. Nope. Right, Reggie. Right layer. Yes. Yeah. And we all have dark vision. Yeah, so the problem is, I think it's actually with my torches and the dynamic lighting. Uh, let me try to put some torches. Nothing. Nothing? Okay. Well, we will have to figure that out. In which case, um, we'll have to skip that for now. Sorry, guys. Dynamic lighting is being cranky with me. Can you turn the lighting off? Uh, yes. Let me do that. You guys... Yeah, that'll be fine. Oh. Oh, I see it now. There we go. Um... Oh. 
Great. Yeah, I can't. I can't move my token. I think roll twenty is just trying to. Uh, okay, drag them out yourselves. I got it. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> Try turning dynamic lighting back on because the tokens be actually dragged out. Oh, Ooh, it works. Great. Um, Victor, if you would go ahead and drag out your token. I'm trying to. I will to. also... <laughs> Real oh, does not so want you, to work with uh, me. <laughs> click you click and drag your name, not the picture. That's usually what the problem is. Oh yep, there I am. Hang on. I gotta go find my room. I'm in your room. Thank you. No, what am I doing? <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Valentina is sort of sitting nervously in the living room, sort of watching you guys, not with any real seriousness, but a little bit just like, there are people in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go try and see the cat? My cat? I know that the cat's here. Yes. No. I just I mean, appear you... in your room. I mean, I probably you can't hear you. I am wearing headphones. <laughs> You try to go see the cat. Um, Victor's in there. You don't know where the cat is. It's hiding in there somewhere. I look under the beds. Uh, describe Cheese for us. Uh, Cheese is a mostly white cat with a couple black spots. There's uh, two on his front paws. They're very uneven. And he's got a big spot on his face over his right eye. Oh, a baby. Can I try and coax him out with a little snack? Uh, yeah. Does Cheese respond to a little snack, Victor? I mean, normally he would, but he did just get off an airplane and is in a stranger's house, so... Sure. We'll have... He's a bit stressed. We'll have... We'll have this be the first roll of the official campaign. <laughs> a cat out. Roll for cheese. Roll for cheese. Uh, the cheese roll, if you will. Um, go ahead and roll animal kin and <laughs> charisma for me. Animal uh, kin and charisma? Yeah, we'll call it two successes. The standard. Charisma. Submit. I don't have any extra dice. Difficulty two. I did it! I did it! <laughs> exactly two successes is what you needed. So cheese, much to Victor's shock, comes out for your little treat and uh, gives it a little nibble and lets you pet. I'm just gonna pet him. Yeah, after you guys settled and comfortable, what is the plan for tonight? You have a night of freedom before you have to meet the prince and officially start following all the rules. So what would you guys like to do? Um, is Valentina still in the living room? Yeah, she is sitting on the couch near the unused, unused fireplace, uh, 
reading a book, its cover is in Spanish. Natalie goes, um, so I was looking at your garden outside. Ah, yes, it's beautiful, though. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Um, those, those pink flowers, are those begonias by any chance? Oh, I don't know. I have a human gardener who stops by during the day and tends to everything. Uh, I told him make it look nice. That's what he does. Oh, I'll take another look. But I did, I did want to talk to you about some of the plants on the side. You would have to talk to my gardener. I have no real idea. That mint is. You can't have that mint. I cannot have the mint. The mint has got to go. It just it gets in the soil, and even if it's really where well cared for it's going to choke out the other plants it's going to spread it's going to mess with the soil i'll tell you what antonio stops by uh just before the sun comes up to start work he's a early morning busybody type you can talk to antonio about it uh he will be here in three days natalie natalie just kind of nods like yeah I'll, I'll talk to him about it. Okay. He he takes very good care of my yard. Please please be nice to him. He actually goes and gets a notebook Okay. out of her personal belongings and goes outside and starts like looking at all the plants in the garden. Okay. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> well Natalie is looking at plants. What are the rest of you doing? Are you making any plans for tonight or are you just hanging out at the house until it's time for Cass to go home before sunup? I was told to take them to see things. I'm gonna wait for them to approach me. I'm not gonna be like, okay guys, let's all go. We're gonna go have a great time. Um, you gotta come after, to me. Going to Disney. After Amy, oh, sorry. No, it, you're good. Oh, okay. After Amy like tests out the like amp and whatever, make sure it's all working and it's gonna work for them. Uh, they're gonna approach Cass and be like, hey, Trying to go somewhere? What's what's cool around here? Um define cool. Like cool well, for us or like cool for them? And I'll point to Natalie. <laughs> who is outside now? <laughs> uh I don't know what she's doing, but um my good time doesn't usually involve pen and paper. My type of person. There's a couple of bars and places around town that we can go to and have a good time. I don't know if anyone's performing tonight. Um, but we can kind of do whatever. Whatever you guys want to do, I can take you to. place better than I do. And you do. You know Is there that... any fun underground shows or rave stuff happening in the city? What uh, day is it? <laughs> so according to the calendar um that I have because I need it. Um the 14th is a Monday. <laughs> it is a Monday. Oh. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. You don't know if there's anything cool going on tonight. Uh, you do know that there is a 
a bar um, called Born, which is just the world's shittiest dive bar, but it's cool. Probably the kind of people that Amy is looking for. Um, are there any they, other, like, are there any clubs that are yeah. open? Yeah, uh, there is the Condor, which you did kill someone outside of last session and maybe <laughs> got seen. So you're not going to suggest that one, probably. Um, no. There is the Asylum, which is kindred run and operated. It is also right next to Kim's, which is, as far as you know, a changeling establishment with a more modern vibe. Mm-hmm. Those would be the places that you'd be aware of that you could just sort of hang out and not have to worry too much about breaching Masquerade because there are other, you know, spooky things around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what was the name of the dive? Uh, it's called Born. Okay. So we have Born, which is a dive bar, which would be fun. I don't know how fun it would be for our redheaded friend. Um, well, I think she's busy. Valentina, does everyone have to go tonight or can it can it just be other people? You at least have to ask. I do not I am I going to have to treat you like children be kind to one another? I don't I don't know. She seemed busy. She seemed like she was enjoying herself. At least ask if she would like to go, and ask uh, the boy, too, Victor. Okay, and then there's Asylum. That- we could go there if, like, if anyone was hungry. I think I've been there once, actually. Um... I, I fed on somebody who had definitely taken something, so I don't remember it that <laughs> <laughs> That's always fun when that happens. Yeah. Yeah, there's some other places, but, like, we can't go there right now. Not until, like, a few weeks from now. Yeah, you get in trouble. It happens. Well, I wasn't caught. Yeah. Didn't get in trouble if you don't get caught. Uh, yeah, exactly. But, um... Yeah, I'll um, see what the uh, other two think. Valentina <laughs> just hears me say that. up from the book and goes, I did not hear anything. Maybe we should have this conversation somewhere else. Yeah, I'm gonna go ask the other two what they want to do. I'm gonna Pretty go outside to Natalie. Natalie? Okay. Natalie has made her way over to, like, the side of Valentina's house and is, like, on her knees kind of rooting around in the plants and looking at them, and occasionally she, like, writes something down. Can I sneak <laughs> up on Natalie? Um, so, do you have anything that gives you a preternatural sneak, or are we just... Let me, let me look. That's strength. Um, and Natalie's... Have anything that gives you preternatural senses to detect things? No, I just am. Oh, I'm just. I don't have anything. I'm just okay. I'm just pretty good at stealth. Cool. Um, what do you have? 
Um, I do have heightened senses and premonition. Do you have heightened senses activated? I do not. Okay. So, uh, without heightened senses, then, um, Cass, I will need you to roll stealth and dexterity or stealth and wits. Um, and, and, uh, Natalie, I will need you to roll, let's see. My wits is better. Awareness and wits. And we'll just see who has the most successes. Okay, what do I, what should I just default difficulty as? Does it matter? Just, uh, it doesn't matter. Wits. I'll just default it at two. Or awareness and wits. You have to roll. Can I, um, additionally roll composure, so even if she does fail, she doesn't show it. Go ahead and roll composure separately. So, roll wits and awareness to see if she gets the jump on you. I got Ooh. two tens. No, so click, click wits. Okay. And it'll say secondary. Or, no, sorry. Click awareness. Sorry, I don't think I'm... It's okay. Click awareness. It's a new system. We're learning. Click that. Wits. Click wits. There you go. And roll it all together. No extra dice. Just where's your difficulty at two? Uh, Ooh. yeah. Um... Cass definitely gets the jump on you. Uh, go ahead and roll composure, though. I'll say a, uh, you need two, we'll say one success to show that you weren't bothered. <laughs> no! Uh-oh. Cass gets the jump on you, and they can tell that you are uh, a little flustered. Cass, how do you get the jump on Natalie? I kind of just sneak up from behind because they're obviously distracted writing about Mint. Um, also, Amy went with Cass, but when they saw Cass being sneaky, they just kind of stood back. <laughs> so they witnessed this. <laughs> and I'm going to sneak up kind of like right behind them and get by their ear and just go, boo. Natalie like throws her hands up and drops the notebook. Um, Slapping cast, but not very hard. And also unintentionally. He just goes, what the fuck? Ow! You hit me? <laughs> you fucking creep. Why are you all up next to my ear? I wanted to ask if you wanted to go out. Natalie looks disgusted at Cass, clearly thinking that was like a proposition for a date. <laughs> We're all going out tonight. I'm about to go ask Victor, but do you want- Would you prefer to go to a dive bar or a silo? An asylum? <laughs> the bar. The oh. club. Oh, you don't know shit. <laughs> oh, newbie. What- Is there anything, like, next to those places, or is it just, like, a dive bar or, like, another bar? So well, there's nothing really by born except for the little swamp um, 
inlet area, which is not actually a swamp. There's a word for it where salt water meets um, fresh water. I forget what it's called, though. Um, like a bog, like a wetland. No, there's no it's like, like a, a tributary, tributary. Something like that. An estuary. Um, and by the asylum, there is a um, Everglades garden shop. There is a game shop. And there is an antique store. And yes, another- it, is a, it is an estuary. Thank you, Leon. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, an estuary. Uh, so Cass relays all that to you. Well, one right. depends on if you're hungry or not. No, I like, I just popped some blood in the microwave and I feel sounds good. Um, we need to, like, show you, like, a better way to do that. Like, you the dehydrators a lot. Oh, she's squeamish. She doesn't want to get her hands dirty. Natalie just kind of shoots Amy, like, a look, T-N. <laughs> um, and just goes... Yeah, I I don't care. Like I'll tag along, but I'm probably not gonna go into the bar. And they have bag stuff at asylum. Am I lying? <laughs> Do they? Um, you would have to find one of the in the know bartenders, but um, there are a couple of bartenders that are in the know that can whip up something for a vamp. At asylum. Yep. Okay. Okay, so you would prefer to go to Asylum, is what I'm hearing. I just said I don't care. Noted. Um, <laughs> do you want to come with us now when we go ask Victor, or do you want us to just come get you when we leave? It depends. Should I change what I'm wearing? I look you up and down. What are you wearing? You're wearing just basic clothes. Um, shirt with some flowers on it, high waisted jeans. The shirt's tucked in like just a little bit. Oh, <laughs> not the French talk. The French talk. Is this like in character? No, <laughs> no, that's not in character. Okay. I look- Because I was about to say, those would be fighting words. Um, <laughs> Our Lord and Savior Tan France said. Um, I'll kind of just look you up and down and go like. Um, you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be fine. I'll take the gloves off before we get there. Yeah. She would stand out. You know that. But no one would say anything about it. Yeah. Do you have, like, anything in black? Uh. Let me go look. And she kind of, like, picks up her notebook and goes inside. Okay. I'm assuming then you go to ask Victor if... Yes like to join the crew victor has stepped out of his room into the hallway (laughs) 
You see, Victor, another painting of that ship. That's two that you've seen now. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm gonna follow Amy back inside if they're by the door. Yeah. You see, yeah, Amy goes inside. You see Do Victor you... sort of standing in the hall looking at another painting of uh, that ship. Do you want to go to a ball? Val what? <laughs> Sorry. No, you can go. <laughs> Do you think Valentina knows any sea shanties? I mean, I guess you could ask her. I don't think she's a sailor, so I'm gonna say no. Well, she likes boats. Well, she likes this boat. Is it the same one? I didn't notice. Is it the same one? Yes. <laughs> it is, in fact, the same ship. It's a Spanish galleon um, with Spanish writing on the side. The only words you can recognize, it's... Uh, El Miedo Sanguineo, and you only recognized uh, the fear, which is El Miedo. You don't know really what the second word is. Although it does have a sort of sound alike in English, uh, sanguine, if you want. Yeah, I was about to be like, it's, is it the fear of blood? <laughs> um. Yeah. So we're going to a bar. We have two options. Do you want to come, first of all? Well, what are my options? A dive bar or asylum? Hmm. One is preferable if you're hungry. The other is just fine. It's a dive bar, yeah. I mean, I fed before I came here, so... We could go to the dive bar. Oh, sick. Lit. I don't have a strong that's preference either way, so. That's what I wanted to wear. That's what I wanted to hear, and you're just perfect. Oh, Natalie's gonna hate this. <laughs> and you're just perfectly mesh shirt. Thanks. What was your name again? Are all your cl- Cass. Hmm. Are all your clothes mesh, or is it just this top? I have a few other ones. But no, it's not all mesh. A shame. Are you interested? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we're going to... I immediately- me just immediately forgot the name. It's Born, Born right? Was that it? Born, yes. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to Born. Um, please don't kill anyone here. I do enjoy going here. <laughs> <laughs> I like it here, please don't kill people. It wasn't the top my of best. my list, but I'll keep it in mind. <laughs> Is Natalie's door closed? 
Um, she actually kind of walks out right as the group is like, okay, like, it's like you guys mentally sent it to Natalie, <laughs> but like, <laughs> um, Natalie walks out in a black crop top that is under a pair of green overalls. The boots are still, the boots are still there. Okay, at least you had something in black. <laughs> also, you do- I don't think it looks bad. No, it looks good. They're like olive green. It's not like a pastel or like a neon. You do notice, however, from the cut of the sh like the new shirt that she is wearing like a gold cross necklace that hangs up just below her collarbone. A Christian. Ooh. Sorry, that was so funny. The whisper. <laughs> <laughs> was that in character no but it should have oh, okay. been it should have been it's, it still could be it could be it was i'm going with it was <laughs> maybe just also maybe he's also like now raises an eyebrow like quizzically at the whisper like not really realizing what's in, what it's in reference to and then she's like oh Oh, yeah, my, my mom got it for me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Are we all ready? Are we ready to go? Yeah. Um, Valentina looks at you and is like, is there any of you who can drive? Because I know uh, Amy's car is not here yet. You will have to take mine. I mean, I legally can. <laughs> What just? Oh no! I please know don't how to drive. Me. I have a driver's license. I too have a driver's license. It is not the farthest thing. If you were going to asylum, you would have to cross one of the bridges onto the islands. You could walk from here, or you can take my car. Either way, just don't wreck it. We're going, going to, to Bourne. Okay, so you guys, I have you on the map, are going from this place, which is Valentina's house off of Calais Ocho, uh, and Little Havana, and this is where, um, the Condor and Bourne roughly are, which you are. Oh, yeah, that's super close. Not the Condor. So, you guys, it's walkable. Yeah, we're just going through Shenandoah. Mm-hmm. Are we walking, or is someone driving? Is Born the type of place that if you park your car there, it's gonna get broken into if you leave it locked? <laughs> it's a chance. You'd have to take it. We're gonna walk. We're walking. Okay. That's fine. Before we... Yeah, the asylum is next to Kim's, which is right on South Beach, which is all the way over here. You oh. would have to, like, take the bridge. Oh, South Beach. <laughs> uh... Before we leave, I want to message Lucian and tell him I'm heading out with the other kindred that got sent here. <laughs> okay. Uh, he does message back now that it's a little later into the night, and he just says, have fun. And then he signs <laughs> off on it again. <laughs> I just send him, like, <laughs> one of the heart emojis. Yeah. Game. <laughs> <laughs> um 
let's see here. Uh, the weather as you walk tonight is humid. Oh, God, is it humid. Um, two of you are used to the Florida humidity. Victor, you are used to the dry climates of California. And Natalie, Michigan is humid in a different way. It's cooler, at least, so you're not sweating on top of it. Um, it's almost in the 70s, so it's not unbearable, but it is just kind of hot and sticky out. And you guys are walking. Um, and you wore mesh. Yes. Uh, is there anything anybody's saying to each other as you guys walk along? No, um, but as they do kind of start walking away from the building, Hot Dog does kind of start, like, tailing the group, specifically Natalie, and it is a little eerie. <laughs> so there is that. <laughs> Interesting. Is anybody else doing anything? Can I make, like, ps ps sounds at the bird? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Natalie, how does Hot Dog respond to the ps ps Um, Hot Dog starts swooping in. <laughs> ah! Can I try to catch him? Uh, you can try. Uh, go ahead, uh, and roll, let's see. I do have cat's grace. I don't know if that helps me. No, that would be like if you were trying to run on a tightrope or something. Um, oh. The bird is also in the air. Yeah. Oh, he's swooping at me. I would just have to, like... Give me an awareness and dexterity check. I will say this is kind of hard. You will need three successes. Awareness and dexterity. And I will need... I have zero extra dice. Difficulty is what? Three. Three. I'm probably not going to catch him. No. You come close. Um, but no. <laughs> no no use on the bird. Um, you spend a little time trying to catch Hot Dog. And you guys do eventually come up to Bourne. Um, Bourne's mascot appears to be a little crab that is plastered all over the side of the building. Um, it seems to be damn near in the middle of nowhere. Um, there is an estuary next to it, which has a sort of swamp-like appearance. Um, trash sort of litters the place. Not like it's been there for a while, but like the people have already gotten a start on the night. Um, and it is dimly lit. It is definitely a dive bar as you guys approach. I'm just going to go ahead and go in. Yeah, we just go in. Okay. Does uh, Natalie come in? No. <laughs> okay, have fun with hot dogs. You're just going to stand out here like a creep? She doesn't even say anything. She just splits from the group and walks over towards the estuary. Fair enough. Um, Don't fall in. There's gators. <laughs> I mean, aren't there gators on land, too? <laughs> yes. Uh, There's a gator. So let's go to the interior of Bourne first. Um, 
there are posters smattering the walls. It looks like there's some water damage, both, both on the walls, the singular dance floor that's sort of peeling up a little bit. Um, there are dartboards on the far end of the wall opposite the bar. Uh, it is a single room. There are tables with bar stools. None of the seats have a back except for the leather couch that looks like it's seen better days. Um, there are two bathrooms and it is full of the rowdiest punks you have ever seen. It is also currently on a Monday night only manned by one bartender. A really, really, really pretty a uh, Hispanic woman with hair that comes down to her shoulders. Um, she's got a bright smile. She is slinging beers and pouring shots for people. Let me show you her. She is behind the bar talking to patrons and uh, occasionally she has to yell at someone. She is actually yelling at someone when you come in. She goes, do not throw darts at people's heads. Okay, great. Uh, she sees the three of you come in. She's never seen you guys here before and this is a pretty close knit establishment. I've never been here before? You've been here before, but you're trailing with two people who have never been here before. Oh. And she looks at you and goes, are you here for the $1 shots? Or are you here to throw darts? Or what are we doing tonight? All of the above. Yeah, I'll take a dollar shot. Okay, she pulls out a purple bottle of liquid. You actually see it back here. Um, it is sloshy. It is thick. And she pours three shots and goes, three dollars, please. I will slide over three dollars. Great. Oh, thanks. She takes it, pushes them out, and goes, if you get kicked out of here, it is quite an accomplishment. Um, but, uh, yeah. Have fun. I see you are with someone I've seen before, but, you know, don't be weird. I, just don't be weird. And she sort of shoes you guys off to go do whatever you're going to do. Um, Natalie, you are exploring the swamp. The estuary swampy <laughs> area. Is there a gator? Uh, you wander across a pier. That is actually pretty nice. No one else is out here. Kind of isolated. What are you doing? She's just kind of like looking at the plants and like the water. She's trying to see if she can like, she's using her phone's flashlight to try and see if she can use like the eyesight of a gator. Um, Roll I told you there was alligators and you go looking for them. <laughs> Roll so me awareness again. Uh, there's no difficulty for it. I just would like to see it. Bad bitches like to have fun. Are you like eaten by a gator? Oh, nice God. knowing ya. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, so awareness and your wits roll those both together again. Uh, one success. You think that you see the eye shine of a gator, uh, and then it actually turns out just to be a reflection. Yes, Indy. No, ma'am. Come here. A a reflection off of a piece of um, trash. Hey. Um, it is just a reflection off of a piece of trash. Um, Natalie, also, um, you do notice that some of the plants around here are kind of weird. Um, oh, she is definitely, like, she takes a small knife out of her boot and cuts some samples. What you, is you cut the samples, um, and you notice that these are species that are supposed to be here. But the colorations are off, or they're growing a little taller than they should be. They're either brighter or duller than they should be. They're just, they're off somehow. You're not sure why. You're not sure how. Um, but just something is not, something is not right. Yeah, she takes the knife, like, her knife out of her boot and, like, cuts some samples and kind of tucks them into one of the, like, big pockets. Not, like, the big main pocket on the overall. She's not a child. <laughs> um, but in one of the big, like, pocket pockets. And then, um, stands in first, like, for a split second. She's like, oh, I'm gonna keep looking. And then she's like, oh, fuck, these are gonna, like, die in my pocket. I've gotta go into the bar and get, like, a wet paper towel to wrap the stems in. Okay. Uh, while Natalie is collecting samples, you guys are in the bar. Um, <laughs> you see some people betting on darts. Uh, you see no one is touching the couch. Either everyone is standing and dancing or they are at the tables having a drink um, or throwing darts. But everyone seems to be avoiding the couch. Of course. <laughs> Does the couch, like, stink or something? Uh, you can go over there. It just looks like it's seen better days. People have fucked on this couch. Oh, you've, never seen a th you've never seen a theater kid- a theater couch before? <laughs> I'm not a theater kid, sorry. I haven't. I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, what do you guys get up to in Bourne? It is a rowdy group of people, even here on a Monday. It's not as full as it would be, but- there's a decent crowd in here. Mm. Mm. Well, there's no live music. I would say we, we should... I mean, my normal routine would be see if there's somebody we can get to smoke my weed and then feed on them. So true. But I don't know if that's going to fly right now. Or we could just do it anyway. It would fly if A, we aren't caught, and B, yeah, really, it would be fine if we just didn't get caught and didn't kill okay. them. Okay. Yeah. I like whisper this. Make sure they don't remember it. Yeah. You know, whisper it as as quiet as you can in this bar. I assume there is loud music playing. Yeah, there is loud music. Um. Interestingly enough, it's almost sort of like Latin grunge. Uh, 
the occasional heavy metal song slipped into there. Um, you're guessing that the girl at the bar is the one playing the music. And that's her right. Um, Victor, is there anything you would like to do? If I know this is your first time in, in, is it in Florida or just in Miami? Have you been to Florida? I've been to Miami before. Interesting. You have? Yeah. I've played in tournaments here. You tournaments? Like sports? You don't really seem <laughs> that athletic. It's esports. Oh! <laughs> oh! Like. Like what games? League of Legends, mostly. <laughs> cool. Right, yeah, I've been to Miami before. I've never been to this part of it, so. So the real party. So you haven't been to the real Miami. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you want to put it like that. <laughs> but what would you like to do? I was just going to drink my shot and play darts. <laughs> we didn't drink our shots yet? <laughs> um... Point of order, which ones of you can actually have food, and which ones of you are- Me! I can. Okay. Mm, because- Yeah, I don't have that perk. <laughs> you can stomach the shot, but probably not for very long. You would end up having to go to the bathroom and um, give it a little spit out. Oh. You would have to feed on someone who is drunk to feel that effect, unlike Cass, who can apparently eat human food. I have to get rid of it at one point, but, like, I can- Yeah, what if I can give someone else my shot and feed on them? <laughs> you can certainly try. Um, it's a busy place, only one room. You would either have to get them outside, or you would have to take them to the bathroom. Take them probably. to the bathroom. Yeah. Classy place like this. <laughs> there are some punks you know betting on the darts they look a little drunker than the others you probably have an okay shot yeah. uh do you have anything to help you get them into the bathroom or are you just working off of raw charisma um I do have awe you have awe I also uh, have awe would you like to activate awe? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, you activate awe, and immediately the punks who sort of had no interest in you are very interested. Um, they sort of are almost drawn to you. You find some people, you know chatting you up, talking about the music scene in Miami, and you are very easily able to convince someone to your tastes uh, to head into the bathroom. Natalie, as um, 
Amy goes to the bathroom with this person to get drunk off of their blood, you are coming in with some samples. The samples are in her pocket. Hot dog is on her shoulder. Okay. Um, the bartender clocks that very quickly and goes, Hey! Is your animal going to shit in the bar? Hot dog, you gonna shit in the bar? And he just kind of paused. No. Okay, fine. And goes back to her business. Um, Cass and Victor, you watch Amy go from just some regular punk on the scene to all that and take someone into the bathroom to feed. Amy, are you just getting a little, getting rid of the edge a little bit? Or are you... I swear to God, I'm very please don't kill anyone. I don't want to kill them. Yeah, I don't want to kill them, but uh, I am going to take a hefty drink. They're they're probably feeling a little woozy afterwards. Okay, and you are buzzed. Um, Cass and Victor, what are you guys doing? And Natalie, after Amy wanders off. Also, can I try and, like, get a blunt rotation outside with the yeah. boys? <laughs> Easy enough. Yeah, yeah, and like, cause, cause I want that to also be in my feeding. <laughs> sure. We'll say that with awe, you are able to get a blunt rotation going, and you are sort of able to enter in and out of the bathroom with some other people to feed undetected. Mm-hmm. Do they just, like, not remember when that happens? How does that work? So, it, it's up to you. Um, you can essentially use awe to be like, hey, I'm just going to give your neck a little nibble. And when you feed on humans, it feels great to them. It really just kind of feels like you're giving them a hickey, and they're loving it. So, so okay. long as you give we're it a little... just having silly time. Yeah. So long as you give it a little lick after, it's like it never even happened. Um, okay. What are the rest of you doing as you see Amy engaging in these shenanigans? Natalie just looks, gives like an in, indistinguishable look and walks and like knocks on the bathroom doors to see if it's like occupied. This one. <laughs> um, she goes in and like gets a little paper towel wet and then folds it up in a dry paper towel. Mm-hmm. Like place the plants in there, wraps it up, sticks it. Okay. Uh, Cass and Victor, what are you guys doing? I think they just. Wa- I watched Natalie walk in. And I was like, "What are they doing?" Um, also, I think Cass is just gonna look at Victor and be like, Amy, they were here for two minutes and they're already the coolest person here. Do you want to play darts or something? Or do you want to join the blunt rotation? I don't know. (laughs) They can get a game of darts going. I also have awe, but okay. I have not used it. <laughs> I too have awe, and I've not used it yet. 
We're gonna be the coolest people here tonight. You activating awe to play? No, no, not right now. We're playing darts. <laughs> we're just play darts. Okay. Um, you guys play darts. Are you turning it into a competition so you need to roll, or are you guys just having fun? I mean, I'm just here to have fun. I don't know about Cass. Oh, so you don't want to, you don't want to compete against me? <laughs> I should have give you a look up and down. <laughs> No. What was that supposed to mean? I'm gonna throw a dart. <laughs> Can I try and hit a bullseye? Sure. Um, to hit a bullseye, we'll say difficulty three. Let me look. What would you roll for that? Athletics um, or brawl? <laughs> we'll say no. It's definitely not brawl. You're not fighting anyone. Um. We'll say that you can roll uh, la, la, athletics and dexterity. Okay. Uh, with a difficulty of, let's say, three to hit the bullseye. Okay. Do I have anything that can help with this? One second. No, that's all combat stuff. Yeah, unfortunately... Damn it! The prowess and brutal feed do not help you with darts. Okay, so it's athletics plus dex? Yes. Difficulty three, you said. Please. Fuck! <laughs> uh, it's not... It's not a bad shot, but it's not the bullseye you were aiming for. It's not the impressive shot you were hoping for. Victor, would you like to respond in kind? Sure. <laughs> Give me an athletics and dexterity roll. So click the, the little dice next to athletics and then dexterity and roll that for me. Uh, do I... No. I don't have any extra dice, I don't think. And what was the difficulty? Uh, three for a bullseye. One to hit the board. I got two out of three. Yeah. Shit. Um, you, cast go for an impressive shot and uh, miss the mark. You still hit the board, though. And Victor is one off from the bullseye. Not a bullseye, but Victor did better than you. Uh, Natalie, you are watching this all go down. With very like mild disinterest, um, Natalie goes to the bar and tries to talk to the bartender. Like, not sit on the bartender, just like... Uh, we are running a little over, so I will be wrapping up soon, but you go and you discuss, uh, with the bartender what, what's, what's, like, what's cool around here? 
Well, uh, and she is shaking up a drink for one of her patrons as she is talking to you, sort of eyeing the bird. She goes, well, there are three bars that I think are worth visiting. Uh, this one, the Condor, which is a smancy fancy speakeasy place. Um, and then there's Kim's, um, which is on Ocean Drive, sort of South Beach. Uh all run by the same person all owned by the same person three very different vibes though oh um cool cool um anything like other than like bars or clubs Sure. There are game stores, there's garden shops, there... Garden shops? Yeah. Uh, actually, the one next to Kim's, I think, is open nights. Um, but only for a certain clientele, you kind of have to be in the know to get in there at night. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to go tonight. Uh, but they're open during the day, normal hours. Nice place. They have a big, scary well in the back. Beautiful, but scary. Natalie kind of, like, nods. Um, Hot Dog kind of flies around and lands on the bartender's shoulders. She looks at him, and a few of the other punks are sort of whispering behind their hands about the bird. He leans forward, like, and there's something in his mouth. Oh, what is it? Um, does she hold up her hand to take it? Yeah, she will. Um, he drops a bottle cap into her hand, and Natalie's like, oh, sorry, he wanted to give you that. That's, that's okay. Uh, if he'll clean up trash, I'm happy to have. Um, he, she, uh, pours the drink and goes, is there anything else I can help you with? Because I'm paying people in this capacity. Oh, yeah, I wanted a shot. My bad. Uh, the one dollar shots? Oh, fuck, the shots are a dollar? If you get a certain kind. Natalie gives, like, a, like, hmm, look, just like, yeah, I'll fuck around. Okay. She pulls out the same murky purple liquid. Um, lean? It's not lean. It's not anything you've seen before, though, and there's no label on it. It's the same ones that the other people got when they came into the bar. Um, she holds out her hand for a dollar after she pours the shot before she gives it to you. Natalie, we gotta tip her, too. Yeah, Natalie pulls, um, like, a beat-to-shit leather wallet out of one of her, like, pockets on her overalls and, like, hands her a five. Uh, let me get the change for you. Hi. Okay. Here you go. It's shit. You are the nicest person I've met since I've come to Miami. I am a bartender. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) She just gestures vaguely to Victor and Cass in the corner. Oh. They're not too bad. She, like, gives her a look and takes the shot. Uh, do you have Iron Gullet? I do have Iron Gullet. Or the Eat Food Advantage. No, but I have, like, fucking in iron open. Fair enough. Um, you were able to take the shot. It doesn't really get you drunk because you are a vampire, but like, you take the shot. It is sweet. Um, 
Um, and you guys sort of spend the night out. Um, Amy spends the night feeding to get <laughs> their buzz on. Um, just in and out of the bathroom with whoever well, they sort Amy of... doesn't spend the whole night <laughs> in and out of the bathroom. They also spend some of the night bo- <laughs> bothering uh, Cass and Victor. <laughs> I feel their, like... With, with their clique of punks. I feel like Cass, at some point, tries to get in on the people that are in awe of Amy to go have a snack in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. So, there, unless you also activate off, which two kindred activating on the same place might be breaking some of Valentina's rules. You're not really sure, but you don't plan on getting... She didn't say not to. Um, you know. for her saying not to feed until we met the prince. She said not to kill anyone. Yeah. She said not to feed on anyone. Uh, did she? That's not how I remember it. <laughs> but anyway, it's hard to get their attention off of Amy unless you also activate awe. Would you like to do that? I can turn um, awe off. Yeah, you can turn awe off if you wanted to. I mean, yeah, once, I've, once I'm done, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I'll then turn it on. Okay, does awe cost anything? Before no. No. Okay, it's a free check. Um, yeah, Amy... I think you can just use it once per interaction. Yeah. Uh, you deactivate awe and cast activates awe, and their attention is almost eerie how mortals are influenced by kindred powers because the second it turns off on Amy and on to cast. It's like a mass movement of heads. I mean, like, we're all still kind of standing next to each other. Yeah, I'm yeah. not super noticeable to anyone who isn't watching, but if you were paying attention, it would be a little eerie. Um, and you can also get your buzz on that Woo. way. Um, is there anything else before we wrap up no, I want to go try and get the bartender's number, though. <laughs> After we're all, like, wasted. A little bit. Like, they aren't super wasted. You you do have some alcohol and drug blood in you, and you go and approach the bartender. What would you like to say? You do still have awe on, so she yeah. is looking at you. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna take out a ten dollar bill and I'll slide it across the ta- uh, across the bar to her. I'll be like, "Just thank you for your hospitality tonight and taking care of our group." Oh no, thank you. Uh, my patrons really seem to enjoy your guys' company. No, yeah, everyone's really great here. I've been here like a few times, just not usually on a weeknight. I'm Cass, by the way. You've never seen her work here before. She reaches out her hand. It's nicely manicured. She's wearing not super nice clothes. She still fits in here. But they look good. And she reaches out her hand and gives it a little shake and gives you a smile. 
Um, and it's just like, anything else I can do for you? It's about to be last call. Um. No, the only thing you could, like, really, like, do if you wouldn't mind is if I could get your number. Natalie's roll- Natalie's still at the bar and she rolls her eyes, like, so hard. <laughs> um, the woman sort of smiles. She goes, how old are you? One second. I think I'm 23 <laughs> in actuality. Yeah, I'm 23. She goes, oh, honey. I know How old is this woman? I know I have my youthful appearance, but I'm a little old for you. Uh, and, you know, I'm busy owning three bars and tending to them, so I don't have much you time. Own this is my spot. I also own Kim's. I own Condor. Um, my name is Maria Thorne. And while you are very cute, and I like the cut of your jib, it's not going to happen. How old is this woman? She looks about 30, but she seems to be acting like she's older than that. Is she a vampire too? Can I make a Is she a vampire? Uh... Okay, do any of you have any points in the discipline aspects? Uh, yeah, I do. In the what? In the discipline aspects. No. Uh, no. So, Natalie, you have aspects. How many points do you have in aspects? I have two. You have two points in aspects. You have heightened senses and premonition. Let me look at premonition. Um... Would you like to activate it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll a rouse check for me. That will be under your hunger. I rolled it. Hold on, let me, oh, there it goes. Uh, no. No success. Uh, make sure you have two points of hunger. As you look into this woman's psyche, sort of looking her over the beast sort of burbles up inside of you and you get a little hungrier. Uh, your mouth waters a little. Uh, but you get an insight into her when you activate this. The others are trying to sort of pinpoint what she's about, but since you have this Auspex power, you can see it a little easier. A little shifting of her form. <gasps> Some sparkles here and there. Um, let me actually pull up, I have, oh, no, I don't have that, actually, because that was on my old laptop. Um, but, she has, momentarily, you get these flashes of, like, her hair being more orange, being ruffled by the wind, um, just these changes in her appearance that seem to flit over your eyes. She's not what she appears to be, but she is not a vampire. Natalie, I'm assuming, wouldn't know exactly what this means, but she no. knows she knows something that Amy doesn't, mm -hmm. and that pleases her. Yeah. 
So Amy is too drunk to even give a fuck anymore. I think their response to you're young, they're just like, oh, that's okay. Mill. If you don't really want, like, <laughs> it's fine if your answer's no. I've. I have. <laughs> this is so cringy! Yeah. Amy just pats Cass on the back, like, it's okay. Better look next time. She's clearly fascinated by you, especially with your awe powers up, but just. With awe, you can't make someone. I know. <laughs> She's interested, just not like that. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> I've had my experience with older people. <laughs> but they do not say that. She gives you a smile. And respectful. goes, but, you know, if you ever want to come back, I can comp some drinks. I I do, despite my better judgments, really like this ragtag group you have going on. I'm not with them. Yeah, she's not with us. Oh, my apologies. And she puts up her hands. She's like, it's last call, though. So you can't, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. It's getting late. It's perfectly fine. Um, thank you again for everything. And I'll probably take you up on your offer on a different night. Yeah, we should totally come back here sometime. Please do. And she sort of waves you guys out uh, to head, presumably back to Valentina's house unless you would like to go somewhere else to party the night away, which we will not get into roleplay-wise, but you could go to another bar if you wanted, one that's open a little later on a Monday. Natalie's walking back to Valentina's house with Okay. <laughs> with what? Natalie says she is walking back to Valentina's house with or without the group. Oh, come on, Natalie. It's still early. It's 4.30, and by the time we get to a bar, we're only going to be there for about 10 minutes before we have to start walking back before the sun comes up. I'm going home. Bye. Deuces. Uh, okay, Victor and Natalie are walking home together. Um, our Cass and Amy... <laughs> Headed to another bar for the last little bit, or no? I think Cass is going to head in, back in the direction of their apartment, but if something catches their eye, they will uh, stop there. Okay. Oh, that's right. You're not, you don't go, you don't live with us. No. That's lame. I have my own place. I guess I have to walk back then. Okay. I mean, you don't have to come back. <laughs> <laughs> You would love that, wouldn't you? Yeah, it would It would make fucking nice. And that's exactly why I'm going back. <laughs> the group splits up. <laughs> Amy is, like, also, like, a loud, annoying drunk, just, like, singing really loudly and, like, badly <laughs> the whole way back. them on purpose the way back. Okay, okay, okay. Um, like, a few feet behind <laughs> the rest of them. I'm trying but... to wrap up the night. <laughs> um, 
But you guys do head out for the night. Uh, well, for the day. You head out for the day, splitting into two different groups, cast to go to their apartment, the rest of you to go to Valentina's place. When you arrive at Valentina's house, she has shuttered or curtained all of the windows and is preemptively already in bed. Um, and we'll pick up in two weeks, uh, a day later, when hopefully Emmett will be with us and we can really get into the meat and potatoes of the plot. Uh, Yeehaw. So everyone can stop recording now. My recording is done.